Blog Talk Radio. with Jerry, everybody that's going to tune into Blog Talk Radio and everybody that's on StreamYard and Facebook and the other different places that we have it. Tonight is Paranormal Roundtable Discussion with David Flowers, John Savage, and Gene Wells. We're going to have fun. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. How's everybody doing tonight? Living the dream. Living the dream. <laughs> I'm slightly elevated, I think, just looking at John sexiness on the camera. Oh, <laughs> here we go. Yeah, I'm by the way, this is not... <laughs> let's, let's start it right on the beginning. Yes, yes. Let's get it out of the way. Yeah, we might as well just, yeah, right out the gate. Talk about orbs and ectoplasma. Or that's what you want to call it. <laughs> Need a, another battery by chance. <laughs> Got a whole bunch, thank you. I knew I knew you were coming over. Sheila, hey Ronnie. <laughs> um, Ronnie. Hi, Sheila, hi Ronnie. Hey. I don't know if current Gene is gonna start twerking or not. Middle finger. 
Oh, I think there's a whole flock of them coming my way. <laughs> it's okay. Flock of fingers. <laughs> you know what this is? It's a whole gaggle of those coming your way. <laughs> so, I'm curious, speaking of birds and flocks and things, how many crows does it actually take to have a murder of crows? <laughs> In a piece, right? I think two. Now answer the question. Three or more. Hey, hey, three or more. See, I'm thinking the same thing. Otherwise, it would be a pair. Yeah, Ronnie, that's a valid point. There were two women that weren't even in our group I scared the piss out of. <laughs> Equal opportunity. Piss on all of them. Hey, I found a new uh, hot spot for... Uh, Possible investigation in Williamsburg. Really? It's just south of the McGruber Hotel. The National Trust just bought like 26 acres of land. Okay. And it's called the Bloody Ravine. Okay, now I'm assuming you're talking the uh, Civil War National Trust? Yeah. Okay. So they just Bloody bought a couple of acres there. Yep. I'll have to check that out and see what I can find on the history of it. I've, I've been there for about three days now. I was there earlier today. And, well, I was mapping the area. I have a map of what's public, what's private land. So I was up there doing a little metal detecting. And um, I think I saw my, my first Civil War apparition on the Confederate side. Video? No. Cool story, bro. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's what sucks. And, and we've all done it. Yeah. And, I, and I was just up there today just doing metal detecting, so I didn't have any of my gear with me except my EVP recorder. Did you get anything? Yeah. No, just me cussing as I'm falling down the, the hill. <laughs> Gravity, you bitch. <laughs> Pretty much. It was that tree that I rolled into kind of hurt just a little, but hey. Um, but no, it's it's a neat little area. Um, I'm trying to do some research. I've got battle plans for that neck of the woods. So, see what happens. Now, is it accessible? Yes. I mean, after hours for investigation? Yeah. Or would you be trusted? <laughs> I, it is Williamsburg. Yeah, everything is. We're doing it dark. Yeah. yeah. I'll have to go back and look at the sign. I don't think I saw anything that says, you know, from dusk to dawn. Unlike, you know, Rebound Park and everything, but I think that one, I mean, there's a hotel literally two feet from it. So I don't think um, there'll be much of an issue. Safety-wise, I wouldn't do it at night because it's really steep. Yeah, well, I mean, apparently you were out there in the daytime and gravity slapped your ass, so, I mean, I'm not just because yeah. it's funny making fun of you, it's, it's scary as shit, you can end up in a, a serious situation if you're not careful, especially out there at night by yourself or yeah, exactly. just one other person, how good cell phone signal there, if something happens, could you reach another one, what? Yeah, I had good, good cell. Good. Yeah, you know, that that kind of lends towards the 
topic that I had mentioned earlier, do's and don'ts on a location. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't go into a location that you're not supposed to at night that you're not familiar with. Because, I mean, God forbid something happened. If you, you know, if you haven't been there to check the place out during the daytime, to know the terrain, to know the buildings, to know where you're at, and to know that you have cell phone signal, you could really end up in deep shit. is brought to you by KY Jelly. Yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. Welcome to Vibe Time with Jerry, sponsored by the Red Rose Vibrator Vibrator Factory. Yeah. <laughs> Dick Van Patten wants LOL.
I'm also ordained, you know. So if they allow me to be ordained, they'll let anyone to be ordained. Well, see, look, we could hold our own wedding. We got John, Vanessa, and myself. We're all all ordained. Maybe we can all all get together and do a blessing on Dave. Reverend Asshole. That reminds me, I had a friend of mine reach out, Jerry, you may know, she may have said something to you, asked if I would officiate their wedding. And I said, well, no, I, I'm ordained, I can do that. I said, I can either officiate the wedding or hold service at your funeral, depends on, you know, how things go. <laughs> I can marry you or bury you. I don't really care at this point. <laughs> I'd never do that to her, though. I love her too much. She's like a little sister to me. But but you know, but there are plenty of others that that option has been on the table. Yeah. You know what you do is get that the holy board, put it with the Ouija board, and have a conversation. Yeah. You know, it would be interesting. Would they both get the same responses? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it's like putting a K2 and a 360 periscope side by side. Mm-hmm. Hey, Ronnie. Hey, Ronnie. Hi, yeah, Ronnie. That, that would be interesting. Whole, Who's got a Ouija board? You got one, John? Nah. Oh, shit. Okay. Janice uh, has got I, one. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah Rev- Reverend Asshole has one. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. That's what Ronnie called me on there, Reverend Asshole. <laughs> His opinion doesn't matter. Oh, my God, Dennis can't be Presbyterian. He's already a... Thank <laughs> you. 
fucking tea down your stick here. Did you find it, John? But you got to admit, Ronnie, that whole time at OSR was a blast. I mean, we just had a good time. And all the shit that I captured up in solitary playing was, um, um, shit, what's that game? Simon? Simon. It was off the charts. Somebody listens to you. Yeah. I'm glad because I couldn't remember the name. We had a great time. Uh, so, you know, back to, uh, well, I guess it doesn't really matter. We had a, a kind of brief discussion about topic, but do's and don'ts in a location. Don't leave your trash lay around. Your mother doesn't work there. She's not going to come clean up after you. I shouldn't have to find bottles, cans, cigarette butts, and other shit all over the place. Um, neither should any other location proprietor. Yeah. Or volunteers. I mean, I understand they're volunteers. They're there to have fun, and they're there to make sure that you're safe, and they're there to make sure that the property is protected. Um, but at the same time, it's not their job to clean up after you talk. Come on. Um, which, speaking of location and, and being a proprietor at one, I want to put a myth to, to rest right now. Um, so I get accused a lot. Ryan gets accused a lot. Um, I think it was last weekend, weekend before last. Uh, they're only in this for the money, blah, 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 blah. So I want to tell you right now, I got my PayPal account for last year. The total intake for the cabin was $5,342. Now, if you want to go look at how much money we donated and how much we gave to causes, there's to you saying we're only doing this for the money. I ate the taxes on that $5,300 and donated last year over $6,000. So I ate the taxes on the money that was brought into the cabin, and I donated more than was paid into the cabin. So for those that want to run their mouth and say, oh, Dennis and Ryan are only in it to make money, ride that pony. Now it's even lube for you. so tired of people running their damn mouths. You know, I understand if you have a beef with me, if you have a beef with Ryan, bring it up, but don't talk shit behind our backs. Don't go into some little group that you're a member of and talk shit. And if you don't know facts, don't reiterate, re, don't reiterate and regurgitate the same bullshit that John Doe that you don't know has told you because it's probably bullshit and you're going to end up me coming after you from running your mouth. Yeah. Um, yes, and I said that was one of the events, and it mm-hmm. was eighteen hundred dollars, uh, just over hey, eighteen hundred dollars donated from <laughs> the last domestic violence event. Hey, Angela. <clears throat> That's all right that you're late, honey. We held the show just for you. Nobody seemed to mind. <laughs> Don't listen to ignorance, Dennis. You and Ryan are amazing, and everyone who knows 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 you knows that. Yeah. 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 yeah I mean, but yeah, so I was at a location that I can't disclose. Uh, we were filming for 
twisted realm. And all of a sudden, my messenger starts blowing up with, hey, did you see this? This dude's talking shit about you. That's why I put the post out, I think, last week and called this Kevin dude out, or Keith, Keith something. Because um, he was talking shit about us, that we're only in it for the money, and they make tens of thousands of dollars from the cabin. And Yeah, well, the whole thing goes through my PayPal. It was $5,300 for the entire year, and we made donations over $6,000. So, mm-hmm. yeah, kiss my ass. Sullivan. In April, that's one thing I will always do, stand up for the truth. Yeah. Um, I, I, I hold my integrity at a much higher level than most people will ever think to hold their integrity. Gene has known me long enough. Uh, Well, actually, everybody on this panel has known me long enough to know my integrity is most important to me. What's up, John Sullivan? So, you know, come at me, bro. I don't care. I got facts to back me up. Yeah, you might be an asshole, but you're an honest asshole. Yes, it's fact. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> and I acknowledge that I'm an asshole. It took me 53 years to get this. Hey, John. <laughs> I've pretty well mastered it. <laughs> but I just had to get that off my chest. It's been eating at me for a couple of weeks because out of nowhere, this dude that I've never even heard of starts talking shit about me and Ryan and the cabin. And I'm like, bro, come on out. Come see what the cabin's about. Hell, I'll open the books up and I'll let you look at the documents. You can't do a damn thing. You can't say shit about me because you don't even know me. Yeah. So you just want to hide behind a keyboard and a mouse and a football. Yeah, keyboard warrior. And, yeah. and, and that brings up another point of locations, do's and don'ts. If you've never been to a location and you go there one night, and you say, oh, there ain't shit happened. It's not active. Mm-hmm. Or, you know what? Maybe you didn't use the right gear. Maybe the lunar cycle wasn't right. Maybe. Uh, Maybe they don't like you. They just didn't like you. Yeah. So you beat me to it, Jerry. Sorry. <laughs> don't Maybe go don't slamming like a location on your one visit there. Yeah. And I'm not talking about the cabin in this instance. I saw a post from earlier this week that was talking about the Liska Axe murder house. I've got dozens of friends who've been out there that say, man, this place was crazy. We had a great night. I've had other friends that said, man, it was okay. We got some stuff, but it wasn't off the charts. But if you're going to say this place isn't active, you better have something more than your one little visit there to stand on. And, the bad part is most people are going to a location that you get five, six hours in the location. That's it. You're there from seven to one or whatever the time frame. Yep. And you're basing your entire opinion on a handful of hours that you have to admit, if you're doing it right, you're spending half of your time or at least a quarter of your time doing setup. Mm-hmm. You're not actually investigating. And then you're taking time and you're, um, you know, checking the batteries and all your gear. You're taking your snack time. You're taking a smoke break. You're doing this. You're doing that. Picking your ass in the parking lot, whatever it may be. So if you've paid for a six-hour time block, you've investigated about three and a half hours. Right. Yep. 
and you're going to base whether a location's active on three and a half hours, you need a new hobby. And probably a lot of them are they're not investigators, they're ghost hunters. Yeah, they're pay to play. Yeah, they're just thrill seekers. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, they're not recording anything. They're just saying what their fancy gadget with the lights does. April said we had a week-long trip out to Gettysburg, stayed in the house before the battle. It took us a solid 24 hours before things started really kicking off. Time yep. invested is always the most fruitful tool in an investigation. And, and that goes, April, that's a great point. It goes right into, so years ago I did uh, full-spectrum radio. I spent six years doing that. And, you know, that was at a time when I was investigating two and three nights a week, every week. And I was doing two and three podcasts a week, and I was talking to anybody and everybody. And there came a point where everything became kind of an experiment to me. Um, everything became the theory of relativity or the theory of familiarity. If they're familiar with you, they'll interact with you. I've gotten class A responses at the cabin from a young lady that was murdered there named Melissa. That is a young female's voice that is a direct answer to the question I asked just a moment before. But I can go into St. Albans and not get anything sometimes. Now, does that mean St. Albans isn't active? No. It just means either my energy wasn't right, the lunar cycle wasn't right, they weren't there. Or they just didn't want to play. I was going to say, maybe they didn't want to talk to you. I mean, yeah, and, I and I've had there's other connections. Yeah, and I tell people all the time, no place is 100%. No. Mm -hmm. yeah. If somebody tells you that there some places they get activity every time they've been there, they've either been there one time or they're lying to you. Well, I can tell you this, and it, without a shadow of a lie, every time I've been to St. Albans, I've gotten something. Sometimes it's off the charts. Other times it's small stuff. Um, they, they like the ladies and, and it's <laughs> kind of life, but you know, um, St. Albans is one of those places I've always gotten activity every single time. Mm -hmm. The cabin, I've had nights where I can lay down in the ranch or living room floor and go to sleep. There's just nothing happening. Um, you know, and yeah. They like the ladies at St. Albans. That's the damn truth. Um, I had to go in and rescue a girl out of the boiler room because she was so freaked out she couldn't get out because she said every time she approached the door, it felt like hands pushing her in the chest away from the door. So St. Albans is one of my favorite places. April will be our fifth trip. Mm. Hey, I haven't oh. been there yet. <laughs> Savage. Savage, buy your ticket. Do it tomorrow. Do it after this show. Um, next next weekend, the 18th, I'm going with Haunted Nights Paranormal Events. I'll be leading. Um, you'll definitely enjoy St. Albans. It's one of the places that's off the chain. I had a team coming to my apartment three times, and they only got what they wanted, and I never got my review. They were only here for their own pleasure and never helped us. It's still happening to us this day. It's evil. Well, Angela, where are you located at? And the team that you had come in, if they were there three times, um, I would say, and if they did nothing to help you, 
I would say they're not investigators. They're just thrill seekers. Yeah. Um, so Gene can tell you, I investigated a location. I picked up on things before we even got there. When we were done with the investigation, I went through the house and did a complete cleansing and blessing on that house. Gene, was there any reports ever after we were through? No. That's what we're supposed to do. Help them. Yep. 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 Yeah, I didn't give a shit about my evidence. Uh, I don't even know where it went. Yeah, it was probably on the cards that were uh, destroyed. But I did what we set out to do and what we told them we were going to do, which was we're going to come in, we're going to try to get evidence, we're going to see who's here. Then we know how to talk to them and what to do for them or with them. And that's the way it's supposed to work. So Aberdeen, Maryland, two and a half hours, she? Uh, give or take, yeah. Yeah, that's not too far. That's not far at all. Yeah. So, and it depends on who you reach out to, Angela. Um, you know, th I mean, this is a good segue into do your research on who's coming in. Yeah. You know, if they if they've done other investigations, you know, say, hey, can I talk to a previous client of yours? You know, to see if one, if you're legit, what kind of work did you do? Did you actually follow up when you're supposed to follow up? Now, uh, I'll admit I, I suck at follow up. Mm -hmm. We all do, mm -hmm. but but you know what I mean. Yeah. You know, you know, ask questions. You know, interview the people who's going to investigate your house because you're letting strangers into your house, yeah. first of all. So you want to know who is who. What's their personality? Just like if you're going to interview for a babysitter to watch your kids, you need to do that with all paranormal groups. Yep. Yeah. You don't know what the intent is. Right. And and if your if your gut's telling you, you know what, this is not a good thing. I don't feel right. Don't do on. it. Yeah. Don't do it. The, the scary thing is, there's so many teams out now that. They've never really investigated. Just all of a sudden, wow, man, that looks so cool. I want to be a team. Poof, they're a team. Yeah. One of the guys on the team is a web developer, so they put together a beautiful web page. One of them does great with Facebook pages. They've got a wonderful-looking Facebook page, but there's not shit to the rest of them. And, you know, look at my team, Commonwealth Researchers of the Paranormal. True. Look at my yeah. Facebook page. There's not much to it. Look at our uh, look at our website. There's not one. Yeah, there's not one. <laughs> I mean, I don't need to put all that shit out there. I do things like this. Um, yeah. You know, and there's what three teams represented right here on screen. Well, two teams basically. Mm -hmm. Aside from our team, aside from Crom, yeah. Um, but in chat, there's probably another five teams on there. And I think all five teams that are in chat and the three teams that are on screen will say that, that crop, hey, Steve Virginia White. Paranormal Occurrence, uh, you know, Savage Investigations, yeah. they're a good, good groups. So, Angela, reach out to any one of us. I'm sure somebody can find it in their heart to make a trip to Aberdeen or know somebody closer to you. Yeah, but find a reputable team. Yeah, definitely. 
So I came back in, I put my, I walked right up to the door, and I covered the hole and uncovered it, and I'm asking Gene, can you see the light? And then I put my hands down so he should be able to see the light, and he's like, all right, it just blacked out again. How the fuck did it? Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm looking at the hole, like, I can still see the light, you can't see Oh. <laughs> so somewhere between me and him, something moved across and blocked it out. It was cool as shit. Yeah. And then right before we got ready to leave, we were heading up, me and, uh, what's her name from our team? We were heading upstairs. You had gone off with one of the other guys, and we were looking for you. We could hear you. I said, Dennis, and you answered and came down. And as nice we're standing you. there at the stairwell where we thought we heard at, we hear these heavy footsteps coming up from the basement, and I mean, these are like footsteps coming up, like boom, 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 and all of a sudden this cold breeze is blowing right past us, and the person in front of me is like, oh, they took their arms. Yeah, that, shit, that shit's kind of crazy. Yeah. And, uh, uh, um, um, yeah. yeah, so, let's see. Um, Angela, please make sure to read April's uh, message there. Yeah. April, if you can reach out to her and get an address, that would be awesome. Uh, that way, when you do your um, historical research, we'll see if we can tie it. I'll try to do a remote on it. But the townhouse itself, um, I want to say she's on the, like looking at the building, she's on the right-hand end of the townhouses. Did she say anything in here what the building's like? And don't say now either, uh, Angela, please. Yeah, okay. Apartment, townhouse. So, yeah. But I want to say she's on the very right-hand end. But, yeah, make sure that any team that you have come in, try not to give them too much information because then it leads their investigation for them. It gives them a direction that they're going to go. Instead of going in and talking to, you know, little Johnny that's actually there, you said, well, you know, I know 25 years ago there was a little boy named, uh, or a little girl named Susie that died in here from whatever. Now they're only trying to talk to Susie and they're ignoring little Johnny who's actually there. Mm -hmm. So try not to give them a huge amount of information. Um, try to keep details to a minimum. Plus, if they have somebody on their team like me that does um, remote views and so forth, it takes away the validation of what they're getting. Plus, it can cloud their judgment because if I get an image in my head, I just throw it out there. Mm -hmm. But if you put a preconceived picture in my head, then I can second guess what I'm given. And I see you typed right. So you are on the very far end right of the building as you're looking at it. It's amazing how these work. Yeah. Um, the water is not far off. It's at the 1 o'clock position beyond the building. But, yeah, there's, there's a few things there. Um, so that's something that we can work on. And as I get more time and I'm able to open up a little bit more and focus on it, concentrate, that's the main thing, just concentrate. Yeah, I love when I do that. She's probably sitting there going, how the fuck do you know I'm on the right-hand end of the building? <laughs> it's so much fun. 
bunch of assholes that have tried to scare the uh, homeowner, the occupant, resident, whatever you want to call them, client. I disagree with it, and I think it's pathetic. So for a limited time only, I'll remove all demonic activities from your home for the low price of nine ninety-five. Call now. Our operators are standing by. Your call is important to us. Just kidding. Yeah, it's gotten kind of ridiculous out there referring to demonic cases. My name is Seth Vegans. I never believed in ghosts until I was possessed 14 times in one year. Yeah, pretty damn close. Um, one year or one season? <laughs> Let's see what season. Yeah. I mean, well, no, they only do 12 locations in the season, so. Yeah, but as good as that is, he can get possessed twice in the same episode. True story. But here's the thing. All right, so I'm not sure. Every episode. (laughs) I'm not sure how many investigators are in the chat uh, looking at the screen. There's four of us right here. So. Let's take a hypothetical. There's eight to ten on on the chat. There's a, at least a dozen investigators here. I'll give Zach credit for one thing. Not a damn one of us can hand the keys to our Porsche to the valet at the casino and go, hey, park this for me. Mm-hmm. Yep. He can. Why? He's a fucking genius. He is a marketing genius. I got to give him props for that. Yep. And I'll also give him props for not only is he a marketing genius, he understands how to create a character that works for the show, that keeps the show on top ratings. So the person that you see on TV ain't the person you're going to meet out in the parking lot. Uh, you know, I've, I've understood that um, he is a very sweet person. I've never met him, never spoke to him. But I've talked to several people that have, and I said, you know, he's very, very down to earth. He's actually a mama's boy. And I mean, I'd love to meet him, but I'll, I've got to throw props at him. He and his premise at the onset of Ghost Adventures brought paranormal investigations to the forefront, and it's no longer taboo. Most of us have gotten a case or two over the years because somebody went, you know, I was watching this show on TV. And, you, know, you might think I'm crazy, but and that's usually where I smile and go, wait, I'm here because I investigate the paranormal. You know, I see here and talk to things that nobody else can. So which one of us is the crazy one here? But, you know... And, yeah, April, you know, he introduces new equipment, but, yeah, some of it's shit. Yeah. But at the same time, some of it's valid. So, you know, and and everybody wants to throw their gear at Zach and go, hey, try this, man, I invented this, blah, blah, blah. You know, the tripwire that I talked to, and I'm I'm not going to say his name at this point, but North Canton Paranormal Detectives created a device called the tripwire. That's my design. That was my idea. I gave it to him because I don't know how to make this shit. I reached out to three or four different developers and asked them, hey, can you make this device? Um, And it it folds like hotcakes. But if it wasn't for some back alley bullshit of, man, it would be great if this is this or this is that or if we 
had something to do this or do that. If it wasn't for those of us out in the field, like Zach, and those that give away their, their gear that they create, a lot of it wouldn't be available to us today because nobody would have created it. Hey, Ron Anderson, Zach is a big in person. He's what you call a ghost hunter. No, he's an entertainer. Yeah. Exactly. Marketing genius, that Steve White just commented. He has the highest ratings of hey, Heather. paranormal shows. That's a marketing genius. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hi, Heather. This one's my guest. Don't tell about it too much to both for many reasons. Ain't that the damn truth, Angela? Um, you know, I, I try not to um, talk about my gifts and abilities very often because it always leads to prime example. We went and did that investigation the other weekend, filming with Twisted, and the one girl that worked at the location, sent me a friend request on Facebook, and I'll be a son of a bitch within two hours. Hey, so did you get anything on me while you were here? Was there anything around me? I'm well, sorry, but, you know, I might have been a little busy to focus on you. <laughs> but, you know, sometimes spirit reaches out and goes, <clears> Hi. <throat> <laughs> And it's those moments you're going, holy shit, Batman. <laughs> but it does happen. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like, and I've told this story a hundred times because it's funny as shit. Driving home from New York, middle of the night, I stop at the gas station, I walk in the door, and I look over at the cashier and went, hey, and I went, oh, shit. I hope she doesn't know. Please don't let her know. And standing behind his shoulder, was a little older woman that I know wasn't live, and I see this. Not how fuck she knows. <laughs> that little old woman chased me around that damn store, yelling at me to tell him this, that, and the other. The whole time I'm trying to get my coffee and everything else. Finally, I get to the cashier and I pay for my gas, my cigarettes, and coffee. And she's going, "You have to tell him. You have to tell him." I'm like, fuck, fine. <laughs> I start rattling all this shit off and poor old boy's going to... What the... I... What? I... I what? What? Uh, yeah, well, that's what Grandma has to say. But, yeah, sometimes it's entertaining and sometimes it's just exhausting. Um, yeah. Yeah. What's the lottery numbers? Yeah. <laughs> If I knew, bitch, I wouldn't be struggling with my payment. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, awesome. um, locations. Here's another thing: don't do in a location. Um, I don't care if it's a small location like the cabin on 360 or a huge location like Trans-Allegheny Lunatic Asylum that has more space than you'll get through in an entire weekend. Don't go in there and go, hey, assholes, can you talk to me? 
Because if there's somebody like me, oh, I'm going to fuck with you, mercilessly. And here's the secret. When spirit decides to do that, you're in your little car just tooling on home going, <laughs> I yeah. told spirit in there. He was an asshole. He might be in the backseat trouble as you can't see him. Yeah. yeah. Next thing you know, you're smeared up the side of a mountainside and spirit's standing over you going, how you like this side, bitch? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Old now. yeah. Right? Treat them with respect at all locations. Yeah. And, and the other thing is, you know, they were somebody's mother or brother, father, son, daughter, whatever. Treat them with respect. You're going to get more bees with honey than vinegar. Yeah. And, and that's always, always got me, pissed me off when you see people that. They watch the Zach Baggins or any of those other shows, and they go into a, a prison, and they start... Hey, Tyler. Disrespecting them. Yeah. They're dead. They've already... They've paid their debt. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> and plus, Dave, uh, I also think it ties in right to what we were talking about, whether you get activity or not at a location. If you walk right. into someone's home and you treat them with respect, you know, they're probably going to interact with you. But if you walk in there treating them like you're the biggest jackass on this earth and they're an asshole and, they, you know, you're just disrespectful, hell, I'm going to run to the far corner of the house. I'm going to say, screw you. I'm, I'm not messing with you tonight. So, yeah, they're not going to get any activity. Mm-hmm. It's all in how they interact with the spirits. All right. Yeah. And, and it's like I, I tell everybody at the – I'm I'm a big man. I can fight a lot of things. You can't fight that. Well, mm-hmm. I can't. Dennis might be able to. Yeah, I can't. And and they don't fight fair. They fight to win. Yeah, and I can promise you, even that is useless against spirit. Yeah. Nine out of ten. Well, I don't know about nine out of ten, but there's a good percentage of them that got to be spirit by something like that. So that doesn't yeah. scare them anymore. Yeah. Plus, can't see them. So don't go in provoking. Yeah. Don't go in being an asshole. Yeah. Show them respect. Yeah. And, and there's a difference between provoking and reacting. Yeah. If they started it and the words slip out, that's reacting. Yeah. Yeah. Don't go in there starting it. Yeah. I'm going to um, end off of blog talk, y'all, because I can still keep StreamYard going. Um, next week is Valentine's Day, and of course, we're just going to do an open mic night next week. So, we appreciate, well, we appreciate everybody that tuned into Vibe Time with Jerry on Blog Talk side, and y'all have a great night. Thank you. <laughs>
Out. It was weird. I'm like, I can't hear what she's saying. I, I had my... Um, when I came in, it, it said, you know, do you want to use your audio and video? And I said, yeah. So when I went back out, when I came back in, it showed it as muted, so I unmuted everything. But we figured it out. Well, you know, exactly. Exactly. We, at the moment, not letting me come in or what? I, we figured it out before, right before the show started. We're good. You know, everything else that happened before the song ended, doesn't matter. It's, it doesn't matter. We're we are here, and we are super excited. And, and, and you know, the funny thing is, I'm a project manager. I'm a project manager of my trade. Uh huh. So I almost messaged you and like, what's the game plan if this doesn't work? Oh, it is. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I took a leap of faith and it worked. Well, I mean, we, I guess I could have got you to call into Block Talks, and um, yeah, I had a girl come on from yeah, yeah. um Arizona, get a bunch of haunted dolls at her house. And then she did, we're doing a whole thing on, you know, Facebook Live, talking about her dolls and showing them off. Showing them off. But for some reason, the, um, I'm going to call it the spirits, didn't want her camera to work. So it kept freezing every, like, yeah, yeah. minute or two. I watched that one. Yep. Yeah. doesn't make for a very good interview. It happens like that. Yeah, it, it's, um, it can be annoying when that happens. But then we just blame the ghost. 
and then we just move on to a different way of doing things. So how is everyone? How are you doing? Doing good. I'm doing really good. I apologize. It seems like my dogs are deciding now it's playtime. Hearing them starting to bicker over a toy behind me. So. <laughs> it always happens at the worst times. But yeah, things are good. Things are busy. I think 2023 is going to be a busy year for everyone. I'm excited for it. We've got a few people in chat here. But Howie, yeah. Christy is in here. Judy Atkins is here. Kim Sage, Lois Clark. How are you bringing uh, a party to the show? All my buddies are here. This is awesome. This is incredible. Yeah. Yeah. So, um. Yeah. Hello, my friends. <laughs> I wanted to do a new segment of the show. And I want to wish everybody. There's a lot of holidays happening today, so I want to make, make sure I cover all the bases and wish everybody a happy ballet day. You know, that's a big a big day for all of us. Happy Grenada Independence Day. All you Grenadans out there, I want to say happy Independence Day. Very excited for you. International Clash Day or International The Clash Day. I think, let's see, what song do they sing? Do they think, should I stay or should I go? Okay. I think that's the clash, right? Should I stay or should I go now? The clash. I think so. It's International The Clash Day. So, again, buy, buy your cards, sing the <laughs> yeah. clash carols, see with your friends, buy it, put up your clash tree. Uh, National Fettuccine Alfredo Day is today. So it's not too late. It's only 9 o'clock here in the East Coast. You can go someplace, buy some national, you can buy some fettuccine Alfredo, celebrate with your family, call your friends, you know, come together, eat, eat um, Alfredo. And finally, it is National Jack Day. So if you have a friend. The name Jack? Name Jack. If you have a friend named Jack, call him up. Say, hey, you know what, man? I've been thinking about you. It's National Jack Day. Day. Not National Jack Off Day. That's a different day altogether. Okay? <laughs> so, I'm sure they have a holiday for that, too. I bet they do. <laughs> and I did look it up. National Ryan Day is October 14th. So you still have time to go out and get you something October 14th. It's still a few months away. Just saying. <laughs> Plan. I've got to look up National Ronda Day and see what day that is. National walk out the front door day. National make decaffeinated coffee with a Keurig day, which is what I just did. <laughs> just make stuff up. So, um, now we got the holiday out the way. Wish everybody a very happy National Gre- National Grenada Independence Day. I know they're all there celebrating, setting off fireworks right now. <laughs> Yep. See, your dog's excited about it, too. Oh, he just He's just telling me happy National Jack Day. Right. Happy National Jack Day to you, too. That's right. I want to get into the, uh, the nitty-gritty, as they say, 
Um, let's go. Let's go back into the wayback machine, and I want to learn about how you got started in the paranormal. What was it like when you were younger? What got you started in this realm? You know, there's a whole spiritual aspect of things, but it kind of has gotten me here as an adult. But as a, you know, as I look back as a young child, I don't really remember too many paranormal experiences, if you will. What I do know is I was never fearful of it, and I've always thought it existed. I mean, I was watching horror movies and horror TV as a young child. Me and my mother would stay up and wait. What was the one that used to come on? Dark Shadows. Oh, like yeah. in the 70s? We would yeah, stay up yeah. late and watch that, and I was a young child. <laughs> it's a wonder I didn't have nightmares and things like that. But the paranormal, I think, what, you know, I was now looking back, I had gifts as a young child. I did have the imaginary friends. I did have a couple of times where I can remember seeing an older lady in my room um, and talking with her, and it was a relative um, that had just passed that I I had never really met, um, one of my mother's relatives. So I think I've always always been a believer. Even, you know, I've always been the person that's like, who would spend the night in a haunted house? Not like me. Mm. (laughs) I've just always believed in the paranormal, that there were things that were paranormal. So it's just been a nat, you know, honestly, at – the means or other friends that were involved in it or anything like that to get me started with it. So, so when you saw that your yeah. relative that you did not know appear in your room, was it like uh, I did not know. Yeah, was it know. was it something like, oh, okay, you're here now. White hair. Well, yeah, I, like I woke up and I remember, and then I remember getting scared. Like, who am mm-hmm. I talking to? And I screamed. And I remember my mother coming in, and we talked to us. I said, what are you screaming about? I'm like, this old lady with white hair and a walker is in my room. She was like, no, go to bed. But I do remember having a conversation with her after that. She was like, that's kind of weird. You kind of just up to my cousin, Lillian, that just passed away. I love uh, it. I love what parents say. I'm on the car. Um, and I guess. And then how I just reminded my first paranormal experience is honestly one I don't remember at all, other than I know it occurred and it involved a Ouija board. I love it how um, – I love it when parents say go to bed. Doing what teenagers do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I love it when, you know, your mom or parents say go to bed, like you can just go to sleep right after that. Yeah, okay. Just, I just saw an old lady in my room. Sleep is not an option right now. And then I had another experience as a teenager. I vividly remember this one. Now, I had been really sick for about a week. And I, I remember it the day as I was, I woke up, you know, where you like scream. Like, I was upset. And my mom comes in the room and she's like, what's wrong? It's like 3 in the morning. I was like, tell all these people to shut up. And she's like, what people? I was like, the people. Don't you see them? <laughs> and she was like, um, there's nobody here. You're hallucinating. And I'm like, uh. Now looking back, I probably wasn't hallucinating. I was probably just at the right <laughs> realm of sickness that I was open. So. So. You uh, 
these people were they around your bed or were they were they just in the house or? Yeah, they were all around my bed talking. They were around my bed in my room talking, just talking. I'm like, you're probably wondering so why are these random people were talking to you? You know, you don't you're half asleep, yeah. so it's like, is this happening? And you know, it's it's ongoing. I mean, my mom and I talked about it years later. And you're probably thinking. That was so legit. Like you don't see you know. She's like. And you're probably thinking, why are all these random people in my room right now? What 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 is going on? Why, you know, am I am I dying or something? Is this something yeah, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. she could have, I guess she could have humored yeah. you and be like, okay, guys, be quiet. All your imaginary friends. I, I know my mother had no, you know, my mother had no fear of the paranormal. She clearly had no fear of like me being worried about. It. I guess you know. If your child will watch something scary with you and she doesn't have nightmares, like, yes, you're okay. She like, was okay with that. But I know she, like, I remember cleaning out the house when she passed away. There was books after books of, like, ghosts in Virginia, ghosts of this, ghosts of everything. So she was always reading about it. So I have to imagine that either she had some sort of experience. She actually, I take that back. I feel like she probably had more experiences than she shares. But she did share with me some experiences she had, you know, like she had been married before and her husband had passed away. And, like, waking up one night and he's at the end of the bed telling her it's going to be okay. I'm going to send you somebody to help you, you know. So she had definitely had experiences and believed they were real when they happened. So Like relative coming to you in the, in the night. You know, I don't know how I would feel if, if I saw someone that I knew had bad, I don't know if I'd feel freaked out or comforted. It's just, I don't know. It's just, maybe they knew that you would take it the right way. When, um, when my grandfather passed away, I had, it was like a few, few months after he had died after he all everything. And I'd gone to sleep and I, and I had a dream about my grandfather and we were at a picnic and he shows up, and I still remember it clear as day that he showed up, and I'm like, what are you doing here? He's like, what are you talking about? I mean, I'm like, you died. And he was like, no, I'm okay. And I'm like, I'm like out the pallbearer holding your – he's like, no, I'm fine. I'm good. And he sat down and started, started eating with us, and I'm like, okay, I guess you're good. I think he came to me in the way that would be good for me as opposed to, like, what happened with your with your um with your relative and your mom's your mom's husband? Yeah, I think you're on now. My belief, and having worked with it more, I believe I know when my parents passed away, I had conversations with one of my mentors. I was like, I'm not having any dreams about them. They're not coming to me in dreams. I'm not. And, you know, I think they come when they know you're ready to handle it. Mm-hmm. And much like you said, they come to you in a way in a, or in a fashion that's not going to be intimidating to you or upset you or or anything anything like that. Funny story, um, when you get in the spiritual realm, you're doing a lot of meditating. So I was in a class, Kim Sage is on, she, she will attest to this. 
we were in a class, and in the class, we were doing our meditation. The meditation was specifically to go meet one of your guides. You know, you followed this long trail in your meditation, went to this house, you walked out back of this house. And so, you know, we do the meditation, come out of it, and I'm just like shaking my head. And so it's my turn to share. And I'm like, you know, everybody's like, well, why? And I said, because I walked out back and Willie Nelson is sitting there cooking stew. Willie Nelson. He's not dead. (laughs) Like, I don't get it. (laughs) You know, clearly he's not my spirit guide. I mean, you never know. The funny thing is my teacher said, who you? Well, who do you think of when you think, like, when you think of Willie Nelson, who comes to your mind? And I was like, my dad. Like, that's who comes to mind. And they're like, any chance it was probably your dad that he knew maybe you wouldn't be comfortable seeing him. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, maybe. Maybe that's what it is. Um, and I think that's what it was. At that particular moment, I wasn't healed enough mm-hmm. to see him directly. Um, but it was really funny. It's like one of those things is like, do I really even have to tell y'all what I saw? Because this is bonkers. Like, that's shit crazy. <laughs> I mean, now that, you, now that you say it out loud and you, you, you put yep. the pieces together, it really kind of makes sense that this is what that's, this is what would happen. What happened. Yep. You know, I had, um, yeah. going, going back to the dream thing, uh, after my mom passed away a few, like a couple of years later, I had a dream about her, but it was so real. That it was, but it was such a mundane thing. She was upstairs doing laundry, and it was just like, and she, for, and it was, she had, it's like she had died and come back to life, and everyone just accepted it that this is what happened. And it was, and it felt like I was asleep for a long time. Like we'd been, and, and everything was back to normal. She was back, everything was good. And then the alarm goes off. And you wake up and you realize that, hey, it's not, you know, it was just a dream, but it felt real. So I don't know if it was just my, my mind yeah, trying to cope with it or maybe she was trying to make get a message to me. I don't know for sure, but it felt it felt comforting, but you know, really sad at the same time. So it felt like I had to say goodbye all over again. Not as bad as the first time, obviously, but, you know. It was still the hope that they, in my head, she was still, she was around, she was back, and then it was like, oh well, nope, she's still. Yeah. They always have to have a message when they you have a visitation in your sleep. Um, but sometimes I think they come by just to let you know they're still still around. But I do believe, and that they seem to show up when you need them the most. But you're right. I mean, I've had a couple of dreams where it was like that, where you're kind of like you almost did didn't want it to end, and then when you woke up, there was a status, it was like, oh, man, they're really gone, you know, that was nice, but now back to reality. Yeah. Yeah, those dreams, dreams can really play tricks on you. I had a, you know, I, I used to have dreams when I was, like, I was on summer vacation or something or, or at the beach, and then wake up, and I would be late for school, and the, the alarm would be going off, and I'd be like, oh, man, this, this sucks. And I hate dreams when you're having a dream that's good, like you're on a vacation, or there's it's a dream that you're into, and that's the one you wake up before you're ready. Uh-huh. And you're just like, man, now I don't even know how it ends. Like, I'm going to go back. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> finish that dream. I hate that about dreams. Or when you, when you, have, you have a really good dream, but then you have to you have to wake up to use the bathroom. 
so when you get back, you want to get you want to get yourself into that dream space again. You're like, I got to get back. I, okay, I was doing this in the dream. I was doing this, and you just can't get back to it. Yeah, yeah. Stupid bladder. I find a lot of times nightmares are the ones. If I wake up, unfortunately, I'll go right back. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like they're waiting for you to get back. All right, let's start over again. Okay, let's say from the top. Okay, yeah. you were being chased, and uh, <laughs> no, damn it, I want to go back to the good train. I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> yes. God. So uh, you used to watch a lot of, like, horror stuff. Did you watch stuff like The Monsters and The Addams Family and stuff when you were growing up? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All, like, all, gosh. And, you know, I look back now. They were all so cheesy. There's not many horror movies back in the day that I didn't I didn't watch. I still will. I know a lot of my friends that have crossed over and that, like, now are in the social realm. They just leave the horror movies alone. I don't. I still I see a good one pop up. I'm watching it. <laughs> um, it takes a yeah. Sure. That's not my thing. I mean, horror movies are definitely not one of my favorite things to watch. I don't know. There's something about them. Just, they don't really click with me. My mom. You said your mom used to watch them with your mom when you were growing up. My mom made me watch them with her. So. But you know, back then a lot of them were more. But back then, a lot of the horror was really more like ghost-type movies or haunting-type movies. So there was more suspense to it than, like, the Halloween where they're just, like, slasher horror movies. Like, I'm more into the, like, true, like, there's a suspenseful, ghostly, haunting kind of thing about it. Those are the ones I like. There was a movie came out. But if you're trying to figure out what's going on, and it might, you know, it might be a spirit, it might be something like that, they, they they use a lot of imagination. You have to like in those old like nineteen fifties, nineteen sixties movies. There's a lot of stuff that they leave out, leave to the imagination, or you know, they or they 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 play the music to the right pitch where you, you start getting tense. You know, you're like, oh my god, something's gonna happen, something's gonna happen, and then you know, you know, something's gonna jump out at you. But there's this movie called. Hush, Hush, Sweet Charlotte. It's a movie. It was it had Betty Davis in it, and it was very like nineteen fifties movie. Sorry, it was black and white, and um, it was about this girl who who I guess whose husband was killed by someone with a, a butcher knife. I didn't. It's been a long trying to block it from my head, but it was it was so scary because. You know, she was looking for her husband, and she would yelling. She'd be yelling, "John, John!" And her her husband's like head was chopped off with a uh, meat cleaver and stuff. So I'd watch this movie with my mom, and then she'd be like, "All right, time to take the trash." And I'll take take the trash out. So I'm freaked out, and I'm walking to taking the trash downstairs, and she starts yelling, "John, John!" Stop so running down the stairs and stuff. And, <laughs> it was like, oh my god! Like, like, uh, like the guy from the Hush Hush Please Charlotte's going to be there with his meat cleaver coming after me when I'm taking the trash out when I'm 12 years old. <laughs> but in my head, man, he was there. He's transported in time. There's somebody outside with yeah. a meat with a meat cleaver waiting on me. 
to take the trash out until you can chop my hand off. <laughs> that's uh, the twelve-year-old logic right there. Right. <laughs> but yeah, when you watch these things, you know, you get entranced, and, and it's like, well, this shit can really happen to me. Oh my god! You're like watching uh, what's that show? Unsolved Mysteries, and then you're like, oh my god, yeah. I'm gonna watch this this show. I'm look out the window, and the guys can be sitting right there, looking at me through the window. Oh yeah, I mean yeah. Yeah, and I mean, I watch a lot of the, like, crime documentaries, mm-hmm. too, as well, like, you know, you know, or Criminal Minds, and it's like, you know, most of these are based on people who, they were actual people. Yeah, exactly. The FBI would have, like, yeah, <laughs> there's some twisted individuals out there. And you can, like, oh, well, this is just made-up stuff, don't worry. I mean, there's somebody who can act, actually, there's somebody who would actually dress up in a hockey mask and go to a camp if he could and do what Jason did. So it's not like out of the realm of possibility that that could happen. And then people yeah. people ask me like, well you don't like horror movies. How do you how do you do the paranormal? I'm like, well it's not really the same thing. It's not really the same thing. It's it's I really do like some of the I can't even like think of it, but I watched a few recently that were kind of based off the paranormal. There's a Netflix show that I've been watching a little bit called Oh Crap Something and Company, and it's actually about like a paranormal team that goes on to these. I mean, it's fictional, but it's actually really pretty good. Um, I forget what it's called, but it's actually pretty good. So I like ones like that, but like the paranormal. So far, nothing has scared me. I, I've had it catch me off guard, which made me nervous because I wasn't mm-hmm. expecting it. And that, I think the only time it really happened where it caught me off guard and made my heart race a little bit was at the cat. Well, uh, you're welcome for that. Yeah, That's it, Christy. Um, but, and that was how and I had done a show we were packing up to get ready to go, and he had run upstairs. So I could hear him in the back, like I could hear him back there. And I clear as day, I'm like packing up, and I hear Duke walk across that back hall floor, and I was like, "What?" It made my heart race because I wasn't expecting it. Like that was totally mm-hmm. unexpected. I was like, "Did Brian walk in?" And so I'm, I'm creeping down, and I peek down the hallway towards the bathroom. I'm like, "There's nobody here." Howie, how? <laughs> supposed to be there, you're going to get scared, you know, because you're not expecting it. If you're calling and asking for someone to make a noise and makes noise, then you're expecting it. But if you walk in there and there's someone standing there, it's going to freak you out because you're not expecting to hear it or see it, I guess. Yeah, 
Yeah. I have not, I think, I caught things out of the corner of my eye. I have to see a lot. Actually, other than his pictures, I've been at Bell Grove and we've caught a, um, you know, well, we're in a room and somebody catches a picture of a shadow figure or something like that. And, like, you can immediately look at it so you know it's there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've never seen yet a full-body apparition. So I don't know how I'm going to react when that happens. Now, I've seen a lot of shadow figures lately. A lot of, a lot of like, a lot of, I don't know, it's just weird. I've been driving on the road, and I'll see, like, something like a shadow of a man on the side of the road. But only for, like, a second. But not enough for me to really concentrate on what I'm seeing. But I'll just see something. Like, oh, there was, I swear, I swear there was a guy right here. I saw something that looked like a dog going across the road that was, again, just a black shape. If it wasn't a person, because I could tell if it was a person or not. You know, I could still, I see a person drive by, I could see it's a person, but it wasn't. It was just a shadow person or a black shape in the, of a person. So a lot of it, you know, like you said, out the corner of your eye or you see something, oh, okay, maybe that wasn't what I saw. Or maybe I, I swear I saw something. It's okay. I might say you're just celebrating National Grenada Independence Day back there. I understand. Yeah, well, I mean, it's the time of time is time of day doesn't matter. I'll see him during the day, at night, you know, just uh, whenever. Not not all the time, just every once in a while. Yeah, Christy says growling at Rhonda's. That's her pet demon. Do I need to say a prayer for you or something? Yeah. They're back, salt. they're back there like rough housing. <laughs> they're rough housing. You know, I remember. Yeah, maybe I'll just go right to sleep after the show. I remember you guys had a show a few months ago, and you were talking to two authors, and a voice came through on your show, clear as day. Yeah. The look on your faces, you're like, holy shit. That was insane. Well, and it's one of those things, especially when you're doing this show, you're like, am I the only, like, are we hearing, is everybody hearing this? Or are we the only ones hearing this? But yeah, that was, that was really strange. That was really strange. And then the one night we looked over, and I happened to look over and I'm like, there's a light on in the restaurant that wasn't on before. <laughs> like, it wasn't on. There's a light in the basement on. <laughs> oh, I remember that. I remember, yeah, because you, you, you called it, called me. And I thought maybe that the, the team had left the light on from the night before. He would come out to investigate. But <clears throat> well, that's happened before where, uh, you know, people would, you know, and call Dennis, and there's the light on the cabin that I know was shut off when I left. So apparently ghosts don't care about wasting electricity. It's not very green of them. <laughs> yeah, they're not worried about that. Yeah, no. <laughs> but, yeah, it's crazy the stuff that's happened. So, I mean, tell me about how you guys, how you got started 
with the with the rift and the Rhino the Ryan effect. How did you guys come together to join the, to make that dynamic duo? known Howie since I was a teenager. We met years and years ago. He was dating a friend of mine. And their relationship fell through and I just still hung out. So like we had a really good group of friends. We hung out quite a bit. Um and then as many friends do, you go your separate ways through your your teens, twenties, whatever, and then you get something called Facebook and we reconnected through Facebook um, and we started chatting and, um, you know, I had started on my spiritual journey by then and I was like talking to him. I was like, yeah, you know, I've become a racer and I said, you know, I'm actually taking some classes on mediumship and psychism with, you know, some, some different people and talking to him and I was like, I guess that's shocking, right? And he was like, um, actually not at all. <laughs> And the funny thing is that actually I've had several friends and I've actually told them what I've been doing over the last six or seven years. They're like, that doesn't surprise me at all. And I'm like, oh. So so he started actually on me then. Now I'm talking, this was probably, <clears throat> I think I've had my Reiki master five years now. Um, he started talking to me then, like, you know, they were going to different parents paranormal events. He's like, why don't you come? Why don't you do readings or do Reiki or why don't you come come with us? And I was like, mm, no, I'm not ready for all that yet. I'm not ready for all that yet. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm good just taking the classes. You know, I, I'm, I'm good. And then I knew he had gotten over, he had gotten into the paranormal. And then probably about a year and a half ago when y'all were doing the world's biggest ghost hunt out at the cast Evan. I saw an ad for that pop up, and he had reached out to me even that summer and said, hey, do you want to come on and do some stuff with us? And I was like, no. <laughs> no, I don't. He's like, you'll come around when you're ready. And I was like, I'll come around when I'm ready. I'll let you know. And so I reached out to him, and I said, are you, are you going to be at that? And he was like, yeah. And I said, you know, I think I'm ready. So, you know, I met him out at the cabin like probably the week before the actual event. I met out there with the cabin with him, and he showed me around and all of that. And so then I came to that National Ghost Hunt, and then in, like, I think last December, like December before this past, he, he was like, I want you to come on the show and talk about your spiritual journey. And he pretty much had to twist my arm to do that. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't do public that, yeah, that's the wrong person. He's like, no, 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 you need to come do this. You need to come do this. So I agreed, and I came and did it, and I did the show with him. And then, you know, a few months later, there was some events that went on, and he he was doing the show by himself. And he was just talking to me about how, you know, this is kind of hard. it's kind of hard. He said, you know, when you're trying to read comments and respond to people, and I said, well, if you want help, you know, I'll help you for a while. I'm not saying I'm going to do this forever. I'm just saying I'll help you till you find somebody. And, of course, that was over a year ago now. I guess you found somebody. <laughs> I think we started last March-ish, March, April-ish. And then 
you know, it, it actually became something that I like. Mm-hmm. Um, I like meeting new people. I like meeting new like-minded people. I really enjoy the parts of the paranormal that we do on the show that's not, I mean, I love the spiritual related stuff that's Reiki and mediums and psychics. And, you know, we had a guy on, I think in October, November, he had like this go foxy itch app that he had developed. I love that kind of stuff. But I also love the stuff that I'm not as familiar with. You know what I mean? Like when we get somebody talking about aliens and MUFON and stuff like that, you're you're out of my realm and that I know nothing. But I find it fascinating. And like I have I mean I believe in we don't know anything. I do mm-hmm. believe that. Like we know nothing. Are there aliens silly, you know? So then I'm finding I'm being able now to explore other avenues of things that I might have been curious about before, but didn't, you know, really dive into. So it's forcing me to actually research and do things and look at um, topics that I've never really looked at before. Um, and I think that's what I like about the Orion effect is we have such a wide gambit. We'll we'll talk about your spiritual, then we might be talking about healing frequencies. Um, then we might be talking about a parent, you know, bring a paranormal team in that's local and talk with them. But then we can get an author in who just writes about horrible, you know. And it's all, I just love the variety of it. But if you had told me three years ago that I would have been helping him and on a podcast, I'd have been like, yeah, no. Because I really do. I still, um, I'm not a big public speaker. I'm the person that when you get a group of people together and you've got to go around the room and introduce yourself, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, God. Yeah, okay. Anyway, I'm- <laughs> yeah, I mean I'm the same way, you know. When it comes it's to really cool. when it comes to public speaking, you know, really cool. I don't, I don't. So that's how that came to be. We've taken a little break, um, revamping the show, so it'll be much more like this, where um, not only will you see us, you'll actually see the guests <laughs> that we're talking to, which I think will be much nicer in the long run. So we should be back on air in March. Changes, so. Nice. That was uh. That's how that started. Totally was gonna be a gap filler. That's what I was gonna do. <laughs> I was just gonna jump in and help, and then get out of there. <laughs> See, yeah, my my uh, path was started the same way. I wasn't planning on doing this for a long time. I was like, I'll I'll help out do the show for a little bit, and you know. It'll probably last a month or two, and then I'll get tired of it, or, you know, I'll just go on to do something else. Nine years later, here I am, still doing it. Yeah. It's amazing. Speaking has never – I found I'm yeah. better with it. You know, I, and the funny thing is I can do presentations at work all day long because I have to, you know. But to, you know, be in a crowd full of my peers and say, what's your name and what do, why are you here and what do you do? I'm like, oh, I don't want to talk about it. Oh. Yeah, it's um, I look at it just just like having a conversation with somebody more than you know. Public speaking, I don't if I don't think about the people watching, I just kind of worry about the person in front of me. That makes it easier to try to deal with the inner, like, angst that's going on inside of me whenever I talk to somebody. Like the the hour before the show, I am just super hyped, just a lot of nervous energy. I'm just so like, oh my god. And then and it's, it's 
tough. I feel like promoting the, our, you know, friends, like friends who do different things and different modalities. Like I saw Tyler just joined, um, promoting his paranormal team. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, promoting's fun. I mean, doing everything and like the whole thing you're talking about the, the different guests we have, you guys have on the show. It's like, it is so neat being able to talk with people and learn about how they got started and, and learn from people you might not have ever gotten come in contact with to, to have these conversations and, um, you know, yeah. to learn about aliens and Bigfoot and, you know, like you said, frequencies and stuff. It's like that I won't understand, but if someone explains it, it's like, okay, this makes sense. And then learning about how to, how to, Speak with your spiritual guides. Yep. It is such a neat experience being able to do that. There's a bit of a delay. I can see you talking. You go on mute. I think she might have gone on mute again. Because I can see her lips moving. I can see her lips moving. I can't I can't hear the words come out of your mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And I find like even me, you know, I've taken I can't tell you how many different classes that I've taken, but I still enjoy hearing people that we do, you know what I mean? And like hearing how they do it because I feel like I'm constantly learning from other people. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. You, you, that's when you never stop learning when it comes to this stuff. It's always no. See, there is yeah. There's definitely a delay here for those. Oh, no. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna try this. Rhonda, can you hear me? Okay. All right. So it's like I can see your lips move. You're talking, and then 10 seconds later, the voice speaker. So if I'm talking over you, it's because I thought you were done talking because it's the, there is a delay happening yeah. with StreamYard, and I don't know what deal is. This doesn't happen before, so I'm not sure what, what what's causing it. I can. Yeah, see? We can go out and come back in? I'm going to wait for her to – yeah, let's try that. All right, well, I'm just – Let's see if we can get that we can get on sync here because I, I feel bad because I feel like I'm talking over her. But basically, it's, it's because there's such a delay from when she's talking to when I hear the, her voice come through. So if it sounds like I'm talking over her and I'm not trying to, it's just the whole voice to sound thing is not syncing up like it should. So, so thank you, Kim. Yeah, Kim notices the delay too. 
So, but it's a, this has been a fun conversation. I can't believe the show's almost over already. Let's see. She's back. Let's see if uh, the last two minutes of the show can not be delayed. All right, you there? There you are. I see I'm you. Here. Okay. That's good. It's, uh, towards the end, man, it, it was like yeah. I'd be talking, and then you'd be talking, like, and then, like, ten seconds later, yeah, I'd hear your good. voice with, oh, okay. Yeah. So that got confusing uh, a little bit. Um, <laughs> That's okay. It's all right, you know. Like, I was telling, telling the guests, I'm like, I'm sorry if it sounded like I was talking over you, but it was like, I wasn't sure, like, sure if you were done hey. talking, and, you know, but now we got it, we got it figured out. So, how we said you guys are going to be gone until the end of March, beginning of April? Man, what are what are the travelers doing now? I mean, are they? I mean, I'm going crazy. I'm a traveler. I've been wanting. I went around the Orion effect for months now, and now I have to wait till the end of March to get it back. I want to ride the cosmic waves and stuff. You know, I got my surfboard ready. I know. I know. I'm worried. I mean, I'm sure people will come back. We hear from. I had a lot of messages from people asking, "When are you coming back? When are you coming back?" So. I feel like they'll be there. Um, I mean, I'm ready. But yeah, I got like it's time to get back at yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Time to ride the co- ride the cosmic wave. You know, <laughs> got to hang hang out with the hitman. Yeah. So, but I'm sure when it comes back, when you guys come back, it's going to be bigger and better than ever. I think so. I think just being able to interact and see the guests that we're talking to, I think is going to make such, because there's been times even I was, I could see who we were talking to. There's been times when I'm glad people couldn't see me because like we've had a couple of times, there was one guest, I don't remember what she kept saying, but she got me by what she was saying and I couldn't breathe. I couldn't talk. I couldn't breathe. So I was glad she actually couldn't see me (laughs) and she was just on the phone. But um, yeah, I think it'll be good. Yeah, you have to learn how to learn, learn to control yourself there, Rhonda. You gotta keep a straight face. Serious now. But it's gonna be. <laughs> well, here's the problem: is I am one of those people. If you get me giggling, and especially if I'm giggling when I'm not supposed to be giggling. Oh yeah, that's the worst. And it's, and yeah. Then, like I'm just done, and then half. How he does it help? Because then he'll just kind of like look at me like, are you going to stop? And I'm like, you're making it worse. Just let me sit here and get myself together. Yeah. I'm sitting here trying to pull it together. <laughs> and then he's sitting over there going, looking at me like this. That doesn't help. That does not help, Howie. Nope. You're just making it worse. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he knows he's making it worse. That's why he's doing it. Uh, and, and, and I hate it, too, because something will – make me laugh that probably yeah and you know and it's back it's usually it's the thing that shouldn't make me laugh so hard that I find irresistibly funny (laughs) I mean we'll be back we'll be back well we're definitely looking forward to uh, to that happening here in the next month or so it's going to be longer than a month, two months. 
Well, yeah, and then we kind of cut right. Well, we took time off during December, and then we came back for New Year. So we've been basically gone by the time we have almost three months. It'll be three months by the time we come back almost. So that's a long time. I find when I, when I, I don't do the show for like a week, I feel like I'm missing something. Like there's just a part of like I don't know, I feel off. So it's like when the next yeah. show comes, I'm like, all right, I'm ready to go now. I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, I agree. I'm used to, you know, having to during the week, I'm like researching, especially mm-hmm. I was really good. Like if we had an author or something, I'd at least get the book to read a little bit of it or, you know, some things I just knew nothing about. So I'm just like digging quickly to try to figure out like what is this person? Like what is this thing they do? Because I don't even know. <laughs> So, so that I can seem somewhat intelligent while I'm talking to them. But yeah, it's hard. Definitely, definitely has taken me some some paths that I do literally nothing. Do you you guys have a whole two hour show? So you've got to do a lot of you've got to think of ways to to fill two hours. For me, having just do a one hour show, I, I I do a lot where I just I don't really ask too many questions of the guests. I want it, everything to be a surprise to me. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, we usually don't know what left is going to go down a certain path, and then it goes left, and it's fine. And, but at least to be a little bit prepared that I can ask a question or yeah. See, feel like I'm contributing to the conversation a little bit. Well, you, if, if the things like, go kind of like. And stuff and that yeah. kind of, I was like a walking encyclopedia. <laughs> I was a rocking encyclopedia for a lot of things. Where I'm just like, how do you even know that? <laughs> it's like, it's like, how do you... It's a useless thing. Yeah. Like, how do you, how do you know that? <laughs> it's like, just pulling stuff out the air. Okay, that makes yeah. sense. All right. And it's like, okay, I'm not gonna argue with you. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna look it up. So I'm gonna take your word for it. <laughs> Right. And we've got um we got ASPS coming back here. I'm very excited about that. It's gonna be uh that's gonna be fun once we get once we get the ball rolling on that. Yeah, I think that's gonna be cool. I love the fact that we've got so that's such a diverse group and most of the members are members of other paranormal teams mm-hmm. that, you know, coming together to do something separate, I think that's pretty cool. Kind of yeah. like the We Are the World paranormal. It's like the Avengers of the Paranormal. Like all the, the musicians came together and did one song. It's kind of like all these paranormal people coming in. Yes, we are, we've come together. To do some stuff, so. We're in a paranormal world. Well, in Virginia, I guess, because it's not you know, yeah. everywhere, but that'd be cool. Yeah. I'm looking forward to doing some. Yeah, I'm actually looking forward to doing some private investigations. That'll be nice. Oh, me too. I mean, it's been a while since I've done something yeah. at somebody's house or help somebody help somebody out. You know, you know, we do mostly public investigations with crops, with the cabin, and we've got um. Yeah. Uh. Pamplin Park yeah. coming up in March. So it's going to be fun to get back out there with uh, 
helping people out. Yeah, there's a delay again, guys. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm excited about that. I mean, I like public investigations, too. I, I, they're necessary to keep some places mm-hmm. up and going, but it, um, it, it's a lot of pressure to make sure everybody has a good time, right? Yeah. Well, I've learned that you're not going to please everybody. And we, if you just do what you got to do and, you know, and don't worry about pleasing everybody, it, it, it turns out okay. Like at the cabin, we, we, we make sure everyone has a good time. We do our best to anyways. If they don't, then, you know, nothing we can do about it. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. We're getting close to the end of the show. This is true. This is true. Um, but it is, there is fun. And like, I've enjoyed the few times I've done a couple of private things and, or like we've just gone to the cabin. And, yeah. Make sure that we're all caught up here. Cause I think like I'm getting responses to questions I said like ten minutes, like five minutes ago. So just want to make sure that we're all like back on the same page. Yeah. Can you hear me, Rhonda? I can. Okay. I can hear you. I think there was a five-second delay from when I said maybe long, a ten-second delay from when I said can I, can you hear me to when you responded. So weird. But we are coming to the end of the show. Um, I wanted to give you a chance to talk about where people can find the Orion Effect, how they can you know follow what you do, and give you a chance to promote what you guys have coming up. Um, the Orion Effect, you can find us on Facebook on under the Orion Effect. So it's the O-R-I-O-N Effect. You can also go to the Risk Radio Network. Um, we'll be putting out there to let you know because I have a feeling we're changing all of the sites and that kind of mm-hmm. thing with the new show coming up. All right. Well, I did not do that. I'm sitting here. My hands are free right here. I did not cut her off. But apparently, either there's spirits at her house, did not want to finish the show. Hopefully, she'll come back in the next minute or so. But um, next week on the Freaking Out and Paranormal Show, it is Valentine's Day. So I think I'm going to do Supernatural News, some Valentine's Day edition of Paranormal News. So I'm not trying to bet book a guess because, you know, it's Valentine's Day. Exactly, Judy. Very spirit spirit interruption interrupting the show all night. Kim, say thank you for watching. Uh, Howie, love you, brother. Good, happy birthday again. Hope you had a good one. Sorry I missed it last weekend. Angie was not feeling good, and we had a lot of work to do for Kimmy's birthday. But I definitely wish I was there with you. 
Um, Tyler, thank you for watching. Christy, thank you very much for taking for watching. And uh, everyone, thank you very much. Don't forget, next week we'll be back here. Same freaking awesome time. Same freaking awesome channel. Very special Valentine's Day Supernatural News. So we will be back next week. Have a great night. Good night.